Are you pregnant, self-employed and wondering how you're going to make all of this work? Or even if you're thinking of starting a family soon, I've got a special episode for you today. I want to take you through my maternity leave magic framework. So I'm going to share with you what you need to start thinking about in order to plan and fund your own maternity leave. You guys, this is incredible. This is the resource I wished I had before I had kids. So grab a cup of tea, pour a wine, settle in, and let's get into the episode. Pull up a seat at our table and join in on today's conversation. You are listening to This Mama Means Business. I'm your host, Kylie Kelly, and I started this podcast when I was feeling isolated and alone, pregnant during a pandemic, and no matter where I looked, I couldn't find a community that understood how hard it is to be a kick-ass mama and a kick-ass entrepreneur at the same time. And so this podcast was born. I now have two young boys, Spencer and Samuel, and continue to run my business and a few side hustles on the daily. I am on a mission to empower you to do life on your own terms, whichever stage of motherhood or business you might currently be in. You can build the business of your dreams whilst raising your children. You don't have to choose one over the other. I believe you are made for this. And with me by your side, with our community cheering you on, you've totally got this. Hit subscribe and expect two episodes every single week, a mini episode with me on a Tuesday and a guest interview on Friday. And please don't be surprised when you hear me drop a few F-bombs. Let this be your friendly reminder to listen with your earbuds in. I can't wait to help you be the boss mama you envisage. Now let's get on to the show. Okay, so before we start chatting about this maternity leave magic framework that I've created, I guess I need to give some context, right? Why did I want to create this? Why has this subject been on my heart for the longest time? And it's got to do with the experience that I had for both Spencer and Sam. I've been self-employed for nearly a decade, or maybe it's over a decade. I probably need to work that out. But for the longest time, that's been my reality. And so when I first fell pregnant with Spencer, of course, I was so bloody excited, but I also had this fear embed into my heart because it's like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to have a baby and still make money and still bring in an income and still keep the momentum that my business has got? How am I going to do it? And so I didn't. I pretty much had Spencer. I was still doing my emails and working in the hospital after I birthed him. I came home and I told myself, you don't need to worry about maternity leave because you love what you do. Just keep doing it. You'll work it out. It's fine. And it created such a pressure cooker environment because not only did I feel like I didn't have the space all the time or the flexibility to transition from no children to being a mother, which is huge, you guys. I thought that I could do it all. I thought I could continue shooting weddings. At that point, I was a wedding photographer. So I thought I could continue shooting weddings, running my business, learning how to be a mum, learning how to breastfeed, not getting any sleep. Somehow in there, I would keep the house clean. I would cook the dinners. Of course, Nick helped as much as he could, but he had to work too. So it's like this impossible scenario. So of course, I ended up with postpartum anxiety pretty severely. I also believe that I wavered on some level of postpartum depression and I struggled. So of course, fast forward, second time around, I fall pregnant with Samuel and it's a very different experience. 
The timing of it also was different. I fell pregnant pretty much at the start of the pandemic. So I was pregnant throughout the pandemic. And then when he was born, all my weddings and events are canceled. And I kind of was wrapping up that business anyway. So I didn't have the same pressure to get back to wedding photography. So I'd got to take the time, which was incredible. I definitely had a different experience and a different level of closeness with Sam. We conquered the breastfeeding journey. I ended up breastfeeding him for almost six months, which was huge for me because with Spencer, I didn't even last six weeks. We just got to soak in each other's company. And Sam is also going to be our last child. We don't really want any more kids. So that was really, really special to me. However, when the end of that period happened, I hadn't put any planning or forethought into what I was going to do. And so I ended up having to go back to a corporate nine to five role. The first time that I wasn't self-employed for such a long time, and I only lasted four months. The work I was doing for that job also caused a high level of anxiety and just didn't align with me. And it was very taxing and you had to have a lot of hard conversations with their clients and it just wasn't a good fit. I couldn't do that job and still be the mum I wanted to be or still be the wife I wanted to be. So I resigned after four months and that experience in itself taught me how important it is to really plan out your maternity leave, yes, but also what you're going to be coming back to. And so the maternity leave magic system was born. If you are pregnant or planning to be and have no idea how that might look as a self-employed business owner, I've got you. I want to introduce you to the Pregnant CEO Virtual Summit. That's right. This episode is sponsored by me. Not sure if that's a thing, but in case this will help you, I have to let you know. I've been where you are, pregnant and self-employed, uncertain, unsure, and quietly freaking the fuck out. Happy, but freaking out nonetheless. So this year, I've created something pretty damn special. A free virtual summit hosting the most incredible speakers, sharing knowledge and insight that will help you plan for this. Every single topic will empower you to plan and fund your own parental leave so that you can not only take time off to be with your new baby, but you'll be able to return to a business that is profitable and thriving when you're ready. My wish for you is to feel confident in your future as a mama and as a business owner. Don't miss out on the Pregnant CEO Summit from the 2nd to the 5th of May. For more info and to register for your free ticket, head to www.thepregnantceo.com. All right, let's get back to the episode. So what I want to do is just run you through the simple four-step process and leave you with some questions to ask yourself. So if you are pregnant, if you are planning to have a family soon and you're self-employed, it's going to give you a really good place to start thinking about it. So step one, clarify your intentions and maternity leave goals. It's so important to be clear about how long you want to take off. Do you want to take four weeks, eight weeks, six months away from your business when you have a newborn? How long is important to you? And what kind of goals do you want to set? Do you want to step away completely? Do you want it to be able to be running by itself? Do you not want to think about business for that entire time? Or do you want to keep your finger on the pulse? Do you want to still be in your Instagram DMs? for example? Do you want to be in your email inbox once a week? Just some things to think about in terms of what you actually want your maternity leave to look like. In step two, we're going to be designing a roadmap in alignment with your energy levels and your pregnancy. This step is gold. 
So during this process, when we've determined what we want your maternity leave to actually look like, we're going to then design like a master to-do list of all the things, right? All the things that you need to get done and schedule and automate in order for this to happen, in order for your business to keep running, for you to still generate income without you actually being present. And once we have that master to-do list, we're going to break it up into your trimesters. So generally speaking, the first trimester, everyone feels like shit, right? You're extremely fatigued, you suffer from morning sickness, and you literally feel like hell. So during that trimester, we're not going to be doing too much. We're going to plan to do things that are quite simple, that don't take much brain power, that you could almost do sitting on the couch, on your phone, but you can still get them done. So that's what the first trimester is for, those types of tasks. Trimester two, however, is like your power trimester. That is when everyone generally feels fantastic. You get this burst of energy. You feel like you could conquer the world. You don't feel as sick anymore. And those 13 weeks are freaking amazing, generally speaking. So that is when we're going to plan to do the big shit. That is when we're going to get stuck in and get those big ticket items done, dusted, scheduled, and ready to go. Because then in the third trimester, we want to start winding it down. We want to start completing off the things that need to be completed, but don't take as much brain power. We're going to start ticking off those boxes, slowing down, starting to rest, winding down so that you can start to prepare for your baby arriving. You can start to focus on not just your business changing, but also your life changing. And there's a whole load of other stuff that comes into play now. It's all about mindset and getting ready for this transition. So I want this part of your to-do list, this part of your plan to involve less. So once we've got your intention set, your goals set, we've got this master to-do list of all the things, we've got that split up into the trimesters that you're going to do them. Then it's about taking action and breaking them down just that little bit further. That's when you're going to pull out your diary. You're going to then look at every week and just mark down the one thing you're going to focus on for that week. During the second trimester, if that list includes more than 13 things, you might need to focus on two things for a week. But that would be all. I can guarantee there is not going to be more than 26 things on that master list that needs to get done during that period. And hey, we can all focus on one to two things a week, right? And what that's going to mean is by the time your baby arrives, you're going to have things scheduled. You're going to have things automated. You're going to have autopilot ready to be switched on or a virtual assistant ready to go so that your business is not going to feel like it's been left behind. You'll be able to step away, soak up that newborn period, enjoy that time with your new little person that's now earthside. And then when you're ready, you're going to be able to step back into your business that has still been earning money, that has still got momentum. It's thriving, it's profitable, and you're ready to step back in. Like, oh my God, right? Doesn't that sound amazing? I interrupt your episode with a short little message. If you're feeling a little lonely or isolated or just want more Boss Mama friends, we have a Facebook group with your name on it. Now, I know we kind of tend to collect Facebook groups in case they come in handy, but they never really seem to. You guys, this one is different. There is a wonderful community of women in there from all over the world. They're sharing their challenges, cheering each other on and celebrating together as they achieve their goals. They're simply doing life together. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you. You can find us over at facebook.com slash groups slash TMMB group or simply search This Mama Means Business in the search bar. I hope I get to see you in there. All right, let's get back to the episode. 
That is what I wish I had have had both times. The first time with Spencer, obviously, I just fell flat on my face. The second time I was forced to go back to a normal corporate job, I wished I had have had something like this that I could then put into place and really freaking rock so that after I'd had that time with Sam, I could have gone back to business and been filled up and continued on with my mission. So look, there you have it. That is my maternity leave magic. Um, If you head to the show notes, I've included a worksheet in the show notes. So if you want to start thinking about this, if you're pregnant, please reach out, send me a DM. I'd love to help you with it. And of course, you've heard the ads spot for my virtual summit that's coming in May. I'm so excited about that. We're going to have so many guest speakers that are going to be sharing their knowledge on this topic alone. So every single person that attends, I know is going to be able to leave with something super tangible that's going to transform their experience into motherhood. I'm so excited. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope this is worth your time today. I know how busy you are, but if it spoke to you, if it inspired, encouraged, or comforted you, I'd love to know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. You can find me over at Kylie Kelly. I'd love to hear from you. And I promise that's little old me in my inbox and I reply to every single message I get. Don't forget to head over to the website to grab any show notes or links that were mentioned. You can find that at www.thismamameansbusiness.com. And lastly, don't forget about the free pregnant CEO summit I'm hosting in May, if that's something that might benefit you. For more info and to register your attendance, visit www.thepregnantceo.com. My personal goal is to change 2,000 women's lives through the summit. If you're pregnant or planning to be, I'd love to include you in that tally. Until next time, friends, from my mama heart to yours, I love you loads. And remember, we've got this shit. Bye for now.